Alright y'all, welcome back to another podcast, man. We have Young CEO in the building. Tell y'all a little bit about his story. Uh, we're going to talk about entrepreneurship. We're going to talk about just trying to be the best version of yourself. So, um, introduce yourself to the people, man. Hey, how y'all doing today, man? It's Young CEO. We in the building, man. Straight out of Houston, Texas, you know. Coming here to represent, you know, talk business, talk about, you know, like Lloyd said, bring the best version out of you know. Yes, sir. The step that we're gonna take to be great in life, you know. So, um, before we get started, man, one thing I, my podcast is about is about just people understanding entrepreneurship. So, what's your thoughts on entrepreneurship? I mean, you know, entrepreneurship is a is a big deal in today's society because you know it's. It's not meant for everybody, but you know, mm. it's one of those things where you know you just gotta get out there and take a leap out on faith. You know, everything starts with you know self. You know, being confident within your own self to be able to you know pursue your dreams. So, mm. you know, it is what it is. You know, a lot of people overthink the things, but you know you gotta you gotta take that that side of you and put yourself in a position to be your own boss. You know. So when we say position, because everybody. Everybody don't understand what position, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you get in position, though? I mean, honestly, like, one of the quotes I live by is like, you know, you don't have to be great to start, but you got to start to be great. Mm, I like that. It's one of those things where, like, you know, everything is not built overnight, you know? Like, one of my biggest sayings, I say, like, you know, Rome wasn't built overnight, neither was, you know, this earth that we live on was built overnight. Mm. So I always feel like it's a balance when, you know, when you're getting ready to start off, you know, putting setting different goals and tasks to acquire, you know, it, with excelling and climbing that ladder of entrepreneurship because, you know, it's not how you it's not how you start the race. I yes, feel sir. like it's how you finish the race. Come on. So, you know, maintaining a, a sense of consistency and persistence, you know, I feel like it leads you on the way to a path of a successful entrepreneurship. Alright, so let's talk about balance. Cause I think people have a hard time balancing stuff. So people don't understand like Man, I got a job, but man, I want to pursue this dream. Like, how do they balance it, though? I mean, honestly, you know, with entrepreneurship, you know, time management is one of the biggest things mm, that that's good. I had to face, you know. It wasn't no such thing as a nine to five. It was, you know, I was working like seven to seven, honestly. Come on. And I mean, you actually, you know, the work that you put in is honestly what you get out. So yes, when it comes to like, you know, work-life balance, you know, for the people that have corporate jobs and want to, you know, step take that leap out on fate and go into being their own boss. Come on. I honestly feel like, you know, that's one of those things where you just have to be able to, you know, prioritize your time wisely. And that's a lot that got to do does with balance, cause like you could be at the job, you know, pursuing your dreams, working for somebody else, or you mm-hmm. could be there, you know, pursuing your dreams to actually be your own boss. So I honestly think, you know, cause I mean, me personally starting off with my own, uh, Come on. my journey, you know, I started pursuing my dream at the job, you know. Mm, that's and, good. And I mean, don't get me wrong, like. You know, I had a I had a strong workload, but at the same time, you know, I would make time and I would work twice as hard to make sure that I would get my, you know, corporate work done first, and then I would kind of like let my other work kind of follow along with it. Then when I got home, I would even work, you know, overtime. Like, mm. you know, if you work overtime on a job, what's stopping you from working overtime for yourself? Big facts. And I think the problem the problem is that that people don't understand the nine to five and the six to ten rule. So you go nine to five to somebody else, but you do six to ten for yourself. 
Right. And a lot of people are afraid. They're like, oh, man, I, don't... I hear a lot of excuses though. So how do a person get rid of the excuses and be consistent at the same time? I mean, honestly, I have a zero tolerance for excuses. You mm. know, everybody want to be the man, but ain't willing to put in the work to be the man. You know, That's so true. it's like excuses won't be tolerated. You know, in the life of trying to be an entrepreneurship, mm. because I feel like excuses are more like liabilities. Man, you know, come on. they're not assets. Mm. So I feel like the more work you put in and setting goals for yourself, I feel like the farther along you'll go in this in this journey, because. It is, it's one of those things that it just doesn't start. Come on. And it's not overnight, you know? Mm. So, you know, a lot of people are, are scared because they, they they see the end goal with other people, but they, they they want the end goal immediately when a lot of people not seeing what it actually takes in the drive. Mm. Um, having a strong work ethic, you know? Come on. I could touch on that all day. You know, having a strong work ethic is very, influential on your journey of being an entrepreneur yeah. you know so and that's and, that, and, 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 and and that's important though because what i think a lot of a lot of us have to figure out is you know work ethic balance trying to figure out so i, I want to kind of piggyback off young ceo where they come from i mean you know i started my journey as a young ceo honestly mm. you know under the age of 30 and you know it's more of an inspirational thing to you know, younger entrepreneurs that are scared to take that risk. So, mm. you know, you got your people that go to high school, go to college, right? Come on. But then you got a lot of people, you know, fresh out of college, you know, they go think that, hey, you know, let me go get the best corporate job that's paying. Come on. And I feel like, you know, being a young CEO, you know, I went through the trials and tribulations of working several uh, corporate jobs and I just felt like, you know, this wasn't for me. So, young CEO came from you know, exceeding expectations ahead of my time. So, you know, they have a lot of, most CEOs I was used to seeing, you know, growing up was like, you know, older mm. uh, people uh, from the uh, generations that came before me. And I, I, you know, it's kind of more of an inspirational quote than a name, you know? I got you. That way, that can kind of give people that motivation that, hey, you don't have to wait till you're, you know, you're in your 30s or your 40s or 50s to be a young CEO. Mm. So it's one of those things where I put the young and the CEO come together as I got one. You. Because it, it doesn't matter what age, there's no age limit to start being your own boss. Mm. So, um, what makes you a good leader though? You know, since you, since you became CEO, you became your own personal CEO, then you became an entrepreneur. What, what qualifies you as being a good leader? Honestly, I, I feel like, you know, being a good leadership, you know, comes with a lot of a lot of roles of uh, just being like a lot of responsibilities, honestly. Mm. Uh, being able to kind of like be able to manage people, uh, not just emotionally, you know, but also mentally as well. Come on. You know, being not only a good teacher, but also being a good uh, a counselor as well. Yeah, that's good. So, you know, you have to be able to, when you're a leader, you have you typically are the person that's the, the answer to a lot of problems. Mm, so the people need to hear that. Yeah, so you know, it's a lot about, you know, being the one that seeks solutions, you know, the one that's always being very innovative, mm. you know, looking for the next best thing that help improve their whether their employees or people that they're mentoring. Uh, leadership goes a long ways because it's mm -hmm. like, you know, it shouldn't be taken lightly at all. Mm. Uh, everybody can't do it, you know. Uh, I tell people, you know, to 
to whom much is given, much is required. Big, big facts. So when you being a leader, you know, it's not just a title, you know, it's a lifestyle. So are you a leader that like, uh, this is what you should do? Are you the leader that says, let me do it so you can, I can show you exactly how I done it so you can do it. Cause you know, it's two types of things. Some leaders feel like, hey, I already done it, but I need to see you do it. Then you got those say, come with me and let's do it together. What, what kind of leader are you? I mean, I've always been a team player. Okay. I've never been, cause you know, you got leaders that are dictators. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They tell people what to do. And I honestly feel like when you, when you a dictator, you know, you don't get the same response as you would get as if you being that, that person of leadership that mm. kind of stoops down to the employee level to actually work with them. I got you. You know, be that, that morale that's keeping all the pieces together with the team. So. Uh, I, I kind of almost treat a leader like a basketball team. It's like a sport, you know. Mm. You got to be able to quarterback and you know level out with your players on the on the That's field. That's true. That's true. So it, it's not so much of of a dictatorship. It's more just knowing how to deal with different personalities, even when somebody's in the wrong. Mm. You have to still keep a certain level of composure, so you can be able to work with these folks and make sure you lead them on the right path because I feel like you get a lot more better responses yes, sir. when you know, you're know you working with them side by side and showing them you know how to get it out the mud. So, mm. I mean, being a good leader, you know, like I said, again, it's one of those things where like, you just have to be able to lead by example and take yes, initiative. All right, so um, what, what are those decisions? I like to talk about this. What are the main decisions that influence you as an entrepreneur? I mean, honestly, you know, decisions that influence me as an entrepreneur is just, you know, I wanted to be my own boss, honestly. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't, one of the biggest things that I see on, you know, corporate jobs is that you have limitations. Ooh, and that's you, good. You only have so much uh, room for growth until mm -hmm. you hit like a ceiling. Gotcha. So when you know you working for yourself as being a, a great entrepreneur, I feel like there's no limitations. You know the sky is the limit, so there's no set dollar amount that you can make to break these generational curses. You know? mm. So do 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 you have you recognized the generational curses in your family? Most definitely. Because some people they say. I don't really know what they are, but have you seen them in your family and recognized them? Oh, most definitely. It's funny because, mm. like, man, I was just talking to my mom yesterday and okay. she was asking me, like, what does it mean by generational curse? Mm. And when I applied to entrepreneurship, come on, you know, we don't have a lot of people that own our own businesses in our family. Wow, so that's good for me to be like one of the first millionaires in my family you know i think that was my biggest drive mm. to be able to strive for greatness because i feel like you should never feel like you should just have to meet the expectation that's as true. an entrepreneur you should exceed to the expectation mm, that's good so let's talk a little bit about the affirmations talk do you believe in affirmations most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Do you have any like written down or something you look at? Like, yeah, so I mean, it's funny because I was going to actually mention that like I feel like you should definitely uh, challenge yourself mentally mm. to test your weaknesses to be great. So, a part of that with affirmations is just like you say, having daily affirmations yes. on, yes. you know, just setting goals up for yourself. I feel like if you don't have this stuff written down, Come on. it's like you got to write the vision. Mm, make it plain. Exactly. Mm. So, you know, you got to definitely make sure that you write these things out because I find myself when I was just 
trying to just think about it and hold all of this in my brain. It's like, mm. you know, at some point you have to be structured and organized. Ooh, that's good. So a part of daily affirmations, I think it's very, a very good thing and a unique thing to have to be able to write down your goals, your daily affirmations, so you can give yourself a goal, a target goal, so that you can be able to identify Something and achieve. you can attack. Exactly. Yeah. So what are your three favorite purchases of 2021? <laughs> I like to talk about this because everybody have different things they purchase. It's interesting as entrepreneurs, so people, some people might want to, you know, pick your brain. So, what are your three purchases? That your favorite purchase you did in 2021. So, for 2021, I'm not even gonna lie. That was definitely a uh, that was a, a life changing uh, year for me. So, I definitely. Uh, I'll definitely start off with, you know, purchasing my first home. Mm, uh, love it. Love you know, it. It's nothing like it's not it's nothing like having your own home, you know? Yes, I tell sir. people all the time, it's like, you know, you need to you either rent from somebody or you can actually own your own home. Mm. And it's almost in comparison to like being an entrepreneur, you know, you can either go work for the man or you can own your own own business. So yes, sir. I'll definitely say my house would be number one. All right. Uh I would definitely say because I'm big on cars. I would definitely say you know buying my first foreign car was a, a big deal for me. You know, okay, okay. A lot of people can't say they can afford six figure cars, so it's like you know I feel like you work hard, play hard. So I have the saying you know reap the uh, fruits of your harvest. So that's definitely was one of my biggest uh, stepping stools in my Come on. my journey of being an entrepreneur is just being able to go out and pay for a six figure car, you know, with cash money. So mm. um, that was definitely a big one. I would say my third one, third purchase. Honestly, I, I gotta kind of go back to real estate. You know? Okay, okay. Because I feel like even once you become an entrepreneur, you should step. You should never stop stop investing in yourself. Mm, so honestly, that's good. Honestly, like you know, just purchasing uh, a more plethora of real estate, you know, to be able to better my dreams for my next business plan. So tell us a time saving tip. A time saving tip. Like give us something like some something that you use in your entrepreneurship that saves you time. I would definitely say you know I got the saying kill two birds in one stone. Mm, I like that. So it's like you know if you can if you can be able to match the energy and be able to do something that's gonna help you know it's gonna help drive you along the way on your journey. I would say like just trying to like uh, mix and uh, mix and mingle with different uh, business opportunities. I would say one of the key ones would be just networking is a big. Okay, that's that's huge. That's a that's definitely a big time saver at least for me because every time I leave the house, you know, I look at it like from the perspective like everybody's a customer. Mm. So as long as I'm networking and doing something that I enjoy doing for pleasure, at the same time while maintaining a, a consistent level of uh, business, yes sir, I feel like you know it's a big time saver versus just taking out you know several days out the week to just go strictly about business. Mm -hmm. You know I can be able to still you know live my everyday life as a business. I like that. So you know a lot of people don't realize that you gotta eat, sleep, and breathe. Mm. You know, entrepreneurship when you decide to take that leap out on faith. Man, so name me some of your influences that you look at online. I mean, honestly, I look at a, I look at a, a few people. Yeah. You know, uh, I've never been like just this big celebrity. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Me either. Uh, you know, bandwagon type of guy. <laughs> you know, 
I kind of I kind of look at influences like people that's like that I'm surrounded around. I got you. Know? you. I got you. Um, I would definitely say like as far as influences. I mean, I know this sounds crazy, but you know, Migos is one of my biggest okay. influences. Okay, okay. You know, they 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 are young, they young CEOs in their own perspective lanes. Mm. You know, they magic, they magician, uh, musicians by trade. You come know, on, come on. They they doing their thing. You know, I'm, I'm real big on you know music, and I think it has a lot to do with your lifestyle and you know your your goals and aspirations mm. on you know what you seek in life. You know, so. So, um, share with us one of your biggest fears. I mean, just like anybody else, I would say one of my biggest fears is, you know, letting myself down, mm. you know, and being afraid to take certain risks to get where I want. Mm. And, mm -hmm. and I think people need to hear that though, because a lot of people think, oh, this person got money, they ain't got no fears. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people think that. But just because you have money, to me, I'm always thinking about another move I can make. But some people, they're like, oh, when I get money, all my problems are solved. That ain't true, though. Nah, most definitely. <laughs> like, I feel like you can never make too much money, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, like I said, my biggest fear is definitely, you know, being afraid to fail in life because, mm -hmm. uh, it's, you know, it's nothing wrong with failing. But at the same time, when you have that that personality that just wants to win, 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 come on, you know, you want to keep up that level of consistency. But I would tell people all the time, like with entrepreneurship, you know, you're gonna fail. You know, most businesses don't even make it, you know, to a seven or eight or nine figure level. Come on, like you know, I always tell people, man, like I had to fall down seven times to get back up eight. Mm. So I tell people, like you can't be that person that breaks underneath pressure, like. You got to be able to push when pressure is being applied. Cause that pressure is being applied on a daily basis. Do you consider yourself an expert at something? I wouldn't say... I, I feel like there's always room for growth. Okay, okay, I like that. So I'm, I'm real... I, I'm not going to say... I'm never going to be the person that say I'm the greatest at everything. Okay. Because, you know, I'm very guilty by faith and humbleness. Mm, I like that. So I'm, I'm real... I'm always, you know trying to figure out how I can be better at something else because at the end of the day I feel like you know there's only one man in my life that's perfect and that's Come the on. man above so Come on. you know he's you know you can strive for perfection but I don't feel like I would ever be like just an expert at, at anything to the level of, you know what God has done for me you know and see I think that's what gets us to another level the level of, of humbleness so many people get to a certain level, ah, I can't be stopped. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But one thing I can tell you, your health can go bad tomorrow. And then everything you've been working for, now you looking crazy. So that's why I try to tell people, it doesn't matter if you're making $1 or $1 million, stay humble because at the end of the day, God is always on the throne though. So, uh, so what's coming up next in your life that's exciting to you? I would definitely say, you know, I'm working on a few uh, d different real estate projects, you know, internationally and domestically. Okay. So, uh, like being from Houston, you know, I'm definitely excited. Got my first Houston uh, Airbnb about to be on Come the market. Come on. Summer 22 in effect. You Come know. on. Let's get it. Yeah, it's about to be a party. So, um, 
Awesome. Instead of instead of written out, instead of you remember we had to write that that instead of having now you we can just go chill. Oh yeah. Instead of having remember last time y'all rented that uh Oh Airbnb yeah, for, the, uh, for the conference. Yeah, for the conference. So oh, now yeah. you got your own, you ain't gotta worry about it. Yes sir. So you know, just being able to have your own, you know, place of peace where you can do business and also make money at the mm. same time. So So what's your, what's the revenue living on that, you think? I would I mean you did the projections. What would you think the revenue would be on that if you started uh, Airbnb in it, just say the end of the summer and one year later, we think the revenue would be on something like that. I think if I start this summer, just based off of the numbers that I ran, yeah, the projections, I say if I keep it running at least, you know, 15, mm -hmm. 15 days out the month, mm -hmm. 12 months, we're looking at like a six figure project. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. So, on the Airbnb in Houston, what's the market looking like per night? Is it like 150, 250, 400, depends, weekends? It Honestly, it just depends on the caliber of what you're staying in. Okay, and, I got you. And got you. if you anything like me, you know, I like to find the things in life. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you might have stuff that's going for like basic prices as low mm. as, you know, 70 to like a hundred dollars i got you. you know that could, that might just be something very basic and content then you might have like you know the more upscale things that are typically mm. can range anywhere from like four to six hundred a night you know i got you i got you so because i mean people a lot of people always ask the question like okay airbnbs i don't know i'm scared can i really rent it out you know they always it's like they always look at the negative side instead of saying you know what I'm gonna make this happen. So you saying just 15 days out the month over a 12 month period, it can be six figures. Man, that's man, that that's that's so crazy. Yeah. You know. So what's one of the craziest things that's happened to you as an entrepreneur? As an entrepreneur, <laughs> I mean, it depends on what level of crazy we talk I mean, about. Like a good way or a bad way. Well, give me one good way, one one bad way. Well, I'll say like in a in a good. I'm gonna start with the positive. Okay. You know, okay. I like to always keep things on a positive note. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely say one of the greatest things that happened to me is that uh, during the pandemic, you know, we we had a pandemic, what, two years ago? Yeah. You know, I just knew that, you know, my business was, might have not thrived in the same way because, you know, people wasn't working, you know, mm. people were losing jobs. Mm. Uh, you had a lot of unemployment going on, so, you know, people were struggling, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's funny because, man, me and God had a conversation. Come on. You know, he told me, man, it's now it's time for you to, you know, stop mm. being a follower and be a leader now. Come on, lead so the way. It, it's one of those things where he said, man, he's going to exceed the expectation of blessings when I least expect. Ooh, and speak on it. I just felt like, you know, well, man, what's going to happen now that all these businesses are shut down, mm. you know? That doubt, that doubt creeped in. Oh yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a lot of doubt because it was like, you know, I'm not able to market myself to my fullest potential. Mm. But little did I know, you know, my business actually rose in three months of being on a lockdown. Ooh, more on. than it has in this whole first quarter of 2022. Let me tell you something, when God said he gonna give you good measure, press down and shaking together, run it over, Man, that's man, and men will get to your bosom, man. I'm telling you, God is amazing. You know what I'm saying? As long as you keep him on the throne, then you good. Alright, so name me something like something bad happened as an entrepreneur. Like, like, man, I can't believe that happened. As an entrepreneur, I mean I know dealing with customers is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would definitely say, yeah, I would say that's probably that's probably 
that's probably definitely one of the biggest. Uh, <laughs> yes, dealing with people. Yeah, dealing, <laughs> dealing. That's probably one of the biggest. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a liability, but yeah. it's definitely a, a certain level of stress that yes. you know most people are not willing to deal with. So nope. Just being able to deal with not only customers but also deal with uh, you know certain caliber of employees as well. Mm, that's true. Everybody doesn't think the same or act the same way, mm. and you know when you're dealing with. Uh, talked about this earlier about being a good leader you know everybody doesn't handle certain situations the same That's way true. so you have to be you know compassionate understanding and have a balance you know mm, I like so that. you know you can't be a pushover but you also can't be too much of a dictator because then you might scare you know somebody away yeah because some people don't like that kind of leadership where you's like you better go get it they're like hey wait, wait, calm down so all right so um if you were stripped down to if you were stripped down to zero right now, all right, entrepreneur minded, everything you've been through, you know what I'm saying? How would would you start the same way you started, or would, what kind of adjustments would you make? I mean, honestly, you know how they say, if it ain't broke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. <laughs> so you going in the same way? I would definitely go in the same way mm. uh, to a certain degree. Okay, uh, but you learned some things along the way, though. Most definitely. What like, not to do and what, you know. Exactly. Like, you know, I, I was always taught to work smarter, not harder. There you go. So, you know, if I can exercise my brain on a level that can, you know, reach other people, you mm. know, and be a stronger voice for my audience, I feel like, you know, I would have definitely did a few things different, but that's facts. I tell people all the time, like, you know, uh, success doesn't come easy. So, you know, at the end of the day, you still gonna have to put in a certain amount of hours of work to get a, a end result that you're looking for. So uh, I definitely would go in probably the, the same way, honestly, mm. because I feel like I knew when I first started my first business that I knew it wouldn't be easy. And I knew it was gonna take a lot of long hours to get it cranked up. But at the end of the day, I looked at it like, you know, it's all for a greater good. And that, yes, sir. you know, it made me feel more accomplished every day I put in the work. And, you know, I set different goals for myself because, like, every month it wasn't like, hey, I'm gonna just, you know, wake up and just work a couple of hours and expect, you know, something mm -hmm. to happen. Like, I had, like I said, you had to set different daily affirmations to be able to achieve some of these goals that I wanted to reach. And so, believe, though, I think that's the, another problem. People, they don't, everything takes belief. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Some people just feel like, oh, if I just pray to God, He's gonna bless me. I'm like, I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? You can't yeah. just, you, the Bible say faith without works is dead. So that means the Bible, the Bible tells you better go to work, better go do something. But so many people are so afraid. They're like, man, that self-belief and self-doubt. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about, um, let's peep it a little bit. It says, um, share three of your uh, top goals that you hit. But once you got there, you was like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Ooh, so I would say like, and, I, and I'm gonna relate this back to, you know, present day. So I okay. guess like my first goal, you know, it's funny, man. Like I know when I first started, you know, my first company, you know, my goal was just to have passive income. Yes. And uh, it's funny cause I was just like, yeah, you know, I just want to reach a hundred customers. Cause a hundred, <laughs> I just felt like, you know, a hundred people supporting me, you know. Yeah, you Gucci. Yeah, it felt, it felt like it was one of those things where I feel like, you know, I'll be set and good to go. But little did I know it was like, man, a hundred customers, you know. That's like, it, it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Yeah, that's, so that was that first goal. See, I, I need people to hear this because 
people, they, when they set goals and then when they get there and then you reach that goal, you're like, well, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, most definitely. So uh, I'll say that would probably be my first one. Uh, one of my second goals uh, that I actually acquired was, you know, just getting into the real estate market. Mm. You know, not just only acquiring, you know, one, two, three properties, you know, uh, just being able to acquire one, you know, was one of my biggest deals. Uh, mm. My first investment property. So uh, I thought it was going to be a lot harder until I started, you know, to get, you know, financial education on, you know, how to buy homes, you know, how to apply pressure with getting real estate. Come on. And, you know, how to leverage money, your own liquid, also with the bank as well. Mm. So, you know, it's a lot to learn about, you know, the real estate game. A lot of people, you know, have bad credit, you know, oh, yeah. they, they don't have enough uh, money for a down payment. Uh, and they have programs for people, you know, that's not as fortunate to be able to support themselves uh, to be able to uh, buy their own real estate. And uh, I tell people all the time, like, you don't have to always do everything on your own. Like, I always tell mm -hmm. people two minds is better than one. That's good. So sometimes, you know, when you reach out and network with other people, because like even my first real estate investment uh, company, I actually had actually came together with somebody to be able to, you know, purchase my first dupe set of duplexes. That's good. So, you know, sometimes, you know, even if you think you got it under control, you know, it always helps to have a partner because, you know, you kind of stretch out the risk, you know, and the liabilities that may come with the business. And I think, I think people need to understand, like, because I hear so many people are solo entrepreneurs and they tend to forget that, listen, man, Sometimes you can go in business with somebody that know a little bit more than you and that can help you. Because if you don't know how to delegate, if you don't know how to delegate, you can't get to a billion dollars, I promise you. You better learn how to delegate because you, you, you need a team of people to help you. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? So, if you was to die today, tell me, what, what sentence would you want the world to remember about you? Man, you know, I would just tell people, like, you know, keep God first. You know, at the end of the day, you know, uh, I, I don't plan on dying. Okay? No, no, not that, not that. <laughs> I'm saying like, what, what would you want people to remember about you? I would just say, I would, I would love people to just remember just the, you know, the the hard work that I put in. Yes, to, sir. To be able to like, you know, lay out the, the blueprint for people to be able to fall in line with, there you, you know. Just more or less just having good energy, being motivational. And you know, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where I just want people to remember me as being, you know, a young CEO, as being a hustler that changed the game for the, the generation that I grew up in, you know? So, young CEO, is that starting to become a major brand for you? You trying to build it out as a major brand? Most definitely, like, I've even gone into like, you know, wanting to go into merchandising okay. so I can, you know, okay. You know, have like a little clothing line that can help motivate not just to wear as a name, but to actually wear it with meaning mm. to let people know, like, hey, you know, and Versace did it, Dior did it, you know. I feel, no difference. I feel like Young CEO is something real catchy that a lot of people, you know, look at as, as a form of entrepreneurship. Because, mm. you know, you can't have a CEO without an entrepreneur. That's, that's big facts, though. So, um, subscribe to us. Your perfect day. Like, what's a perfect day to you? 
I would say a perfect day, and it just all depends on how you want to come at it. Yeah. Like my, my everyday routine, I would say, like, in this day and time, a perfect day, you know, three, four years ago for me would have been different than a perfect day now. Mm, okay. So I would say, like, you know, a perfect day for me was, you know, my phone ringing every day, you know, customers calling. You know, anytime I seen the, the, the my phone ringing with a new number, mm. you know, I knew the money was calling. Come on. So I felt like that was a, a, a sign of, you know, progression. I love it. You know, and these days, I feel like, you know, a perfect day is just me being able to relax. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, once you once you dive into that, that world of entrepreneurship. Yeah, it's stressful. Yeah, it can, it can definitely get overwhelming. Mm. Uh, because, you know, you on 24-hour call, honestly. Mm. You know, it's not like you, you go on a 9 to 5 and you clock in at 9 and then you're off at 5. You know, for me personally, you know, I'm always having to oversee things. It's an adjustment. It's a lifestyle. So you know when you're dealing with being your own boss, you know, it, you know, there's no such thing as uh, all right, I'm off. You know, <laughs> I'm off at five. You know, I'm done for the day. You know, yeah, I man. You know, we we entrepreneurs are definitely the definition of you know, not only being <clears throat> not only being the boss, but also. You know, you the one that has to, you the overtime. Oh, yeah. You the weekend. Come on. Man, you the own call, you Come know. <laughs> Damn, I'm trying people to don't, People don't stop. So what is that thing right now that gives you that fire? What is like right now you like, okay, I'm, I'm on this level, but I need to get to this level. What is that thing that's giving you that fire to like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to another level. I mean, I mean, just starting off with, you know, just seeing people around me doing great, you know, mm, I always, I like that. I, I'm, one thing about me is like, you know, entrepreneur is like a sport, man, it you is. know, either you're going to train to be great, <laughs> or you're going to get trained to be left in the blocks, Ooh, so come on. I think the, the biggest influential will be even people like yourself, you know, just seeing like where you came from and just seeing progression and elevation, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, because I thrive off of good energy, yes, I thrive sir. off of progression. You know, even when I first met you, you know, I, I was like, you know, this man has a lot of potential. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, looking back, I'm looking at the numbers like, man, you know, he <laughs> he really made it happen, you know? So I'm real big on, you know, people that's about making it happen and not making excuses. And like you mm -hmm. say, why not is your time? <laughs> yeah, so I tell people excuses are reasons for being useless. If you want to continue to be useless, keep giving the world the same damn excuses. And the problem is, People are so afraid to be great, but they so comfortable at being at somebody else's leisure, somebody else's time. If that comfortability, it stops them from being great. And until you get past that, you, you can't be great. So, what what is it that you appreciate about life right now? Honestly, I, I definitely appreciate, you know, first and foremost, uh, the fact that I don't have to wake up every morning and go to somebody's building, you know. Mm. Just being able to work within, you know, the walls of my own comfort. Come on. I feel like, you know, it keeps me motivated because, you know, every day when I wake up, you know, I wake up to blessings. Come and, on. And just being in a nice house reminds me of how much more work I need to do just off of the strength that I always feel like there's always room for improvement. Speak on it. So, you know, if I feel like I'm not at the top, even though I might be at the top within, you know, my peers, they have so many more people out there in society that are thriving. 
and every time I see something new, it's like a new, like, it's almost like going to the mall, you see a new fit, you gotta have it, right? Oh, yeah. So, it's kind of like one of those things that, like, until my work is done, and I feel like I've maxed out to my fullest potential, I feel like, you know, every day, something new is gonna bring the best out of me as far as being motivated, so... You know, it, I think a lot of it has got to do with influence, you know, because mm. at the, like you said, people want to be great, but you know, everybody, everybody's afraid of being great, but I feel like a lot of people are not disciplined. Mm, are, that's key. Are focused, Come on. you know, on a level that's going to keep them in that mindset, because a lot of people might, you know, just because... You know, just because you're jogging in place doesn't mean that you're going anywhere. You might be on the treadmill. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, the first impression, somebody first meets you, what is it that you, you want them to, that energy you want them to feel from you? I would say I want them to be able to take me serious as a person, as a man of business. Like, mm. somebody that's not going to let them down. Gotcha. Somebody that's going to steer them in the right direction to be able to get to the next level in life. That's good. So, I, I would want them to think of me as, like, being a great business partner or even a great mentor that can help them, you know, exceed their expectations or goals that they might have set for themselves. And, um... And I, I like to call this two-tron horn. What is that thing you're proud of right now the most? Like, what are you seriously like? Two-tron horn. The problem is you was being so humble earlier. But there's sometimes we got to pat ourselves on the back. Oh, yeah. Most so what is that thing you like, man, I did that. I would say, like, one of the biggest things that I would toot my own horn is, is, you know, I feel like I got the gift to gab. Mm. I feel like I can almost, you know, persuade or convince somebody to do almost anything, you know, if I just put my mind to it. So, Come on. I say that in relation to business because, like, even to this day, like, I can remember, like, going into a beauty shop one day. And, uh, man, I was going in there, you know, to sell my product. Mm. And, uh fact that you know i went in there i really wasn't even supposed to be going in there because i was at a barber shop next door come on you know trying to you know sell my product and, you know you know i got some decent feedback but i didn't get the feedback that i wanted come on so that was a part of me having to take the seven no's to get eight yeses Ooh. so when i went next door little did i even know I literally sit up there and gave like a 30 minute presentation. Come on. And I guarantee you every single person in that beauty shop bought my product that day. And I think that's good though. I think that people need to hear like, just because you get no's, don't mean no yeah, don't, don't, don't mean no yeses around the corner. When, when me, and, me and my boy Steve was selling prepaid legal, our goal was every day to get a hundred no's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you didn't get a hundred no's, you couldn't come back home. So when you go to the mall, you gotta go hand out flyers with prepaid legal. And before you know it, it's like, okay, we got a hundred no's, are we good? But guess what? With all those no's, it came some yeses. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So I tell people, so what is that thing you're struggling with as an entrepreneur? As an entrepreneur, I would say definitely, uh, and we touched on it earlier, I would just say definitely trying to manage time. Mm. Because I, I, I find myself lately as I, as I put more things on my plate, I tell people like, man, it's not another hours in a day, you know? <sighs> and you know, I tell people even with, you know, trying to be successful, man, timing is everything. Man. So I feel like uh, definitely like just, you know, working on more or less time management, you know, definitely working on trying to be more on time for myself. Because I tell people, man, it's better to be five minutes early 
than to be on time. Mm. So, and I, I think, you know, I try to live by that quote heavy because, you know, being on time is cool. But when you're five minutes early, I look at it as you're trying to exceed the expectation. Ooh, that's so, key. So if you take that same mentality into your own business, then I feel like you will win every time because every target goal that you have met for yourself or prepared to try to reach, you'll exceed it every time because you're gonna be doing working 10 times as hard mm. to get there on before time, before it's time for you to actually be successful. Uh, all right, so listen, if you had an extra hour in the day, what would you do with it? <laughs> so time stop, you get one hour, just an extra every day. Honestly, I would just sit back and reflect because mm. I, I think a lot of people don't get that time because they're so busy and on the go. Life. I think, you know, reflection is a big deal mm. uh, in becoming a successful entrepreneur. That's true, though. You be able to learn from the mistakes and reflect on different things that you can do better every day because a lot of people are so used to routine. Yes, that's true. And and they would definitely try to do the same thing for as long as they can before, you know, something else has to change. So I feel like definitely having an hour of reflection each day where it's like no clients calling me. Uh, you know, I'm not dealing with anything dealing with the business, just mm -hmm. reflecting on self mm -hmm. and how I can be, you know, a greater entrepreneur to be able to not have to work as hard. Mm -hmm. So, so we're going to pivot. So what if you had to, if you had to look at the bigger picture, what are three things you could have done differently, just differently as an entrepreneur? I know we learn from our mistakes, but sometimes we look back and say, "If I would just done this different," you know, I would say just starting back. Uh, if I had to change things differently, as far as you mean, like before my entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like, like now you're on this entrepreneur journey. You're looking at it, you like. Well, Man, if I would have did this, I could have been right here faster. Like what? Like what is that? Because we all reflect on right. some of the stuff that we've done. I, I would definitely say one of the biggest things that I would have did different. I feel like at some point in my career, I definitely became slightly complacent. Mmm, that's good to hear. And uh, you know, people get comfortable, man. You know, mm -hmm. when, you, when you're making money, I tell people all the time, like even to this day, like never become complacent because you are only hindering and stunning your growth. Mm. So, you know, just having the attitude of like being consistent, you know? Oof. I mean, you can, you can get to one place, but it only takes one day for you to start, you know, losing a clientele base if you're not keeping up the same energy, energy that you had when you first started. So just because you had the energy, you know, when you started, doesn't mean that that just goes away. You have to maintain a certain level of consistency in your business. So I would definitely say, you know, complacency is one of the things that I would definitely, you know, want to change. Uh, definitely, you know, maintaining the same energy mm. uh, and customer service that I had when you first started yes. off. Because, you know, everybody, everybody want to be great when you first start off. Of you, course. You, you, have to, you have to still maintain a certain level of greatness 
Cause that's just like if you go to a barber shop, you expect you know you bought, if you going to a barber for the first time. Come on, you know they gonna they gonna give you that best cut because they want to secure you as a customer. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So you know one thing I tell people like you know you don't want your at every time you go to the barber shop or even for you ladies to the beauty shop, mm -hmm. you know you want your barber or beautician to you know keep that same consistency on your head yeah because you know i feel like every day i get a new cut you know i gotta feel like a new man I so agree. you know if, if, if it's not right then you know i'm feeling like you know he's not doing or she's not doing their job to their fullest potential so you know consistency is everything so give us three no not me ask that one um bucket list what's on your bucket list right now Alright, well, we, can, we can definitely talk about that. <laughs> yeah, what's on your bucket list? You know, everybody got a bucket list. Okay, well, as far as business or personal? Give me two personal, two business. Two personal. I know one in that gym, though. I see uh, you in that gym every day. <laughs> That's a personal one. <laughs> I definitely say, you know, uh, being in the gym, I ate healthy as well. Yeah, health as well. Your health that was it. Yeah, so <laughs> I would definitely say, you know, uh, continuing to expand and make sure that, you know, I'm keeping a certain level of consistency in the gym. Gotcha. You know, uh, just want to be athletically fit overall. Mm. You know, I was always a skinny boy by trade. So, you know, just being able to put on weight, you know, put on muscle in a good way. Uh, being able to do cardio, you know. Oh yeah, I hate cardio, but you gotta do it. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> do it. And you know, and, and I tell people like, there's so many different forms of cardio that you can do. Oh yeah. Uh, you don't have to just walk on a treadmill <laughs> or you know run on a track. You know, you can go play basketball. Oh yeah. You can pick up a sport. You know, like boxing. You know, there's so many different things you can do for cardio. I tell people, you know. Uh, if one thing doesn't work for you, you know, try another. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Like I said, keeping up with my health and fitness is definitely one of my uh, my bucket list goals. You know, just to remain consistent. I would say my second one would be, you know, as far as uh, bucket list, ah, man. It's hard to say, it's man. Because you're achieving a lot. I, I, I know, but... I'm doing a lot, yeah. I'm not even going to lie. You got to be stuck right there. So. I, 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 do, I do so. I tell you. Yeah. I'm going to tell you like I told my dad, man, uh, the other day. I said, man, I, I done done more in this first quarter this year than most probably doing a lifetime. Come on. So, I mean, I, I'm one of those, like, fast track uh, pace people. So, uh, I'm not saying that I, I don't have other... Uh, bucket list items oh, as far as on a personal level, but uh, it, I mean, it doesn't take much to please me, honestly. Man. I, I, I say success loves speed. The reason why I say success loves speed is because once you get a certain success, everything else starts to come, it starts to pick up momentum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's when you got five dollars, you got five dollars in your pocket and one cent worth of knowledge. You really can't move that much. Yeah. But when you got five hundred thousand in your pocket and a million dollars worth of knowledge, yeah. now stuff will start moving on another level. Though. So what are the what are the four things that people might not know about you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> four things that they might not know about you. Man, that's a good question. Because I mean, I'm almost like an open book for the most part. 
So, um, like, look, they might not know you got kids. Yeah. I didn't even know you had an older daughter until I seen her. Yeah, so, man, <laughs> a lot of people, man, believe it or not, they be like, man, how do you do so much? Yeah. And little do they know, yeah, I got kids, <laughs> man. It's, it's not an easy task, man, being a, being a parent, then also uh, trying to maintain a business. Like, you know, I wear a couple different hats, you know? So, uh, it's definitely one of those things where I feel like, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be at home for your family, but at the same time, you know, you gotta handle business because business is what's gonna make sure that your family is taken care of. Make sure they eat. Yeah, gotta you know, eat. Make sure they eat. Um, you know, one thing, one thing I, um, I, I need you to drop that a poem for us, man. Come on. Because uh, you, you, you dropped the poem, and I just want the world to know about a little bit about your poetry. Yeah, man. So that's that's another thing that I do by trade, man. I'm a poet by trade, man. Like, you know, definitely want the world to be able to uh, be able to reach out, you know, on a certain level. What this, this what the one you about to tell us? What is title? What's the title of this one? Man, it's funny because we, we actually <laughs> talking about it today. Okay. And uh, it's actually one of my latest pieces. It's called okay. Life of an Entrepreneur. All right, here we go. So get your phone out. Or you yeah. Gotta, okay, get your phone out. But yeah, I, 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 when you sent it to me, I was like, "Ooh, this is nice." Oh yeah, this is nice. So I'm gonna I'm I'm talk. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk to the world real quick. So, I'll... all right. So, uh, drop us some of that, uh, that that this this new poetry right here. Let's get it. New poetry. Here we go, y'all. Take a listen. Take notes. All right. So I call this poem "Life of an Entrepreneur." So I wake up to exercise the brain to ask the question, what's on your mind? The royalties of a paradise waking up to a young CEO in the mirror is the answer to the question that you will find. You don't have to be great to start, but you gotta elevate your conscience to be great. Be the individual that swallows their pride to take a humble stand to be guilty by faith. To whom much is given, much is required. Lead by example, no nine to five, put the work in, Chris Brown never to grow tired. Challenge mentally to test your weaknesses when pressure is applied. Never be the closed mouths that didn't get fed due to the lack of support in this game. Only a few survive. Make your next move on this yellow brick road. Wizard of Oz, your best move. Be your own boss to that call the shots and take the risk with the confidence to never lose. Hustler's ambition is a characteristic that most take for granted when you live in the like a life like a boss. Always stay hungry and never become complacent unless you're willing to man up and pay the cost. Mansions and foreign cars are the fruits of my labor of enticing pleasure. Call me Eddie Murphy, I stay in the lab, I run this nutty professor. Work hard, play hard is my motivation purpose to get into this bag. From the snow patrol porch to the exotic orange Lambo, I got 99 problems, but I ain't the one to brag. Because my work ethic is like no other that most risk the chance of a slip and fall. When obstacles are thrown at me, I'm like Kobe, just pass me the ball. Michael Johnson like the 1996 Olympics, I keep a pair of gold spikes. Mike Tyson, the band of Holyfield, a punch with some power. I never back away from a fight. Mm. I'm something like Tiger Woods because I stay with one in the hole. Never gotta count my money backwards because I stay with a cash flow in my bank road. Motivational speaking like I'm Dr. Martin Luther King. Never scared of changes of what the possibilities of the future may bring. I quarterback this field like I'm in my rookie contract like Tom Brady. Mm. Buying up real estate and, and like it's an exploration in the third world countries like I'm living next to Haiti. I play this lifestyle we call like an entrepreneurship, like a pro in the game. To achieve the highest recognition, to be honored in the entrepreneurs of Hall of Fame. Come on. I ain't never gonna be the one to complain because hard work is not a task that is supposed to come easy. 
Counting down my days till my network is an eight-figure residual. Shout out to my boy Yeezy. Mm-hmm. For, for I'm the flesh and driven by a functional brain. But pouring out my resources and knowledge through my voice to be heard while maintaining capital gains. Blessings on blessings, I thank the man above that brings out the best version of me to continue in my zone. Now rest in peace to the legends that paved the way to me to grow, to be continued, and stay strong. Ooh. And I call it life of an entrepreneur. Yeah. Man, it's dropping bars right there, man. So how many points do you think you done wrote? I would definitely say, you know, I've been writing since, probably since the age of 21. Like, okay. officially, officially, okay. but okay. unofficially, I'd say since I was about 11 or 12 years old. So would you say you got over 100? Most definitely. I would oh, say I would I would have at least like a solid 100 poems. Man, that need to be packaged up and put into a book. Yes, sir. That need to be packaged up, man. Hey, you motivation, man. <laughs> You're walking motivation. Hey, man, that need to be packaged up. Uh, so before we get out of here, um, I got two crucial questions. First question is this: What are three What are three things that you want to leave in a time cap capsule, and somebody can open it up a hundred years from now? What you want to leave in there for them to remember you by? I would definitely, uh, ah, man. <laughs> man, it's so funny because you know. <laughs> Man, I never think about leaving this earth, but man, I know we gotta go. We gotta go. Man. I hate thinking about it. Yeah, man. <laughs> but I, I, we gotta check out. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's crazy, man. Like check We on this side of heaven, but it got another side of heaven too. <laughs> if, if, if only I knew what the next life had to offer, man. Yes, we never, all of us won't be scared. But if you had to put something in a time capsule, and there's three things you wanna leave in there. And a hundred years from now, you want somebody they they dig it out. What are those three things you want in there? What are they remember you by? I would definitely, I would definitely leave. Oh, ooh. Hmm. <laughs> That's only like, three. Three things. Only three. Uh, Come on, give me one. Give me one. Something. Man, one thing that I would leave. I want three though, but just tell me, just give me what you think you're gonna leave in that time capsule. So let me give you an example. Me first thing I'm gonna leave. Is a tape of all my videos I posted on YouTube. Okay. So they can say, oh, this dude was about something. Second thing is, I'm going to leave this book in there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And third thing is, I'm going to leave a couple pictures of me. Yeah. From, 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 from like 10, 20, 40, and whatever I died. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say, now, now that you say it in that, in that perspective. Yeah, in that know, perspective. Like, what would you want to leave? Because you want somebody to open it up and be like, oh, that's him. Yeah. Well, I would definitely leave, you know, definitely I would leave my uh, my literature with, you know. I like that. With, mm-hmm. That way they can actually see what kind of mind I had. Because I tell people, man, yes. a, a terrible mind. It's, it's, it's a thing. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. Big fact. So I, w- I would definitely want to leave some of my literature and poems, you know, for people to be able to relate and feel like, you know, they don't have to give up so easily, you know, when it comes to pursuing their dream. Uh, secondly, I would definitely, uh, you know, I would definitely want to leave, um, man, that's a tough question. But it's a good one. Yeah, it's a definitely a good it's one. It's a good one. Um, so man, they, they read your literature. Okay, this is what he's about, mindset. Okay. Yeah, I would definitely say literature would be one of my biggest ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, if I could put it in a time capsule, I would definitely leave. Uh, man, <laughs> I was stuck on that. One. Maybe, maybe, maybe leave some some of your vacation trips pictures. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely <laughs> do that. <laughs> maybe that's something you can leave. Like, man, this guy traveled the world. Yeah, that's yeah. that's good to know. And then maybe leave a picture of you and your family. Yeah, yeah, I, I would definitely some some on the lines of that. Definitely leaving a. Uh, Album to show yes. the, the 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 transformation from you know struggle. You know why? To you break. know why? You know why I asked that question? Because so we all feel like we're invincible. Yeah. We all feel like we're never gonna die. And when I when I pray and I ask God, I say, God, whenever you ready, I'm ready. Because I'm making sure every day I wake up, I'm trying to do something that can get my my brand, my name out there. So I'm making sure every day I'm posting a video, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm being consistent so people can remember, and this guy was about this. So it's something that we need to all as humans think about. Nobody wanna think about that, but it's, it's gonna come. It, whether it's right now, next week, whether it's 50 years from now, what are you doing every day to get us to that place? All right, and then the next, last question is, where you see yourself three to five years from now, financially, and um yeah but you see yourself three to five years from now so three to five years from now i definitely see me having more uh other businesses that i'm pretty gonna pretty much uh, roll out between now and next year so okay. i would say one of them will be definitely my young ceo brand you know getting uh shirts you know mm. hoodies jumpsuits anything you know that's attractive to the market at the time, I would definitely want to roll that young CEO merchandising brand out. I love that. Uh, I definitely got a few things I want to do with nonprofit uh, organizations, you know, because I'm dealing with kids and, you know, help because, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, kids, you know, are our future, you know? Yes. And just because they don't have the certain level of maturity that us as adults have, we still have to start training them. So I want to start like a, like an after school program or a mm. center. Uh, to pretty much, you know, enrich our kids, not just on an educational and fundamental level, but even on an athletic level as well to, you know, help our future athletes that entertain us, you know, be great, you know, and walk the path of, you know, just being morally good people, you know. Mm. Um, also, you know, I want to, you know, I used to actually work as a DSW worker, you know, doing home health care. Come on. And, uh, you know, that's one, been one of my biggest dreams. And I just, you know, I guess one of my biggest things is just being lazy and not willing to, to put in the amount of work to, oh, actually yeah, to make it happen. Make it happen. So I think like a button just clicked off in my head. I'm like, you know what, it's time to go ahead and try to get some license in and find out, you know, the steps to actually be able to create my own home health care here in the state of Texas. Mm -hmm. And um, outside of just doing, you know, other new business ventures, you know, I just want to keep growing my real estate, you know, get into like some construction. Come on. Uh, start building homes, you know, so people can either lease for me or, you know, Airbnb for short term rentals. And uh, also, you know, one of my biggest goals is to finally hit, you know, not not only uh you know just not only expand on a four figure level but also like you know expand to like a five and six figure level with clientele base uh with my current business as well so yes. you know i'm just you know just trying to keep on building generational wealth you know 
uh, keep on getting richer, you know, and stay humble at the same time. Listen, is it anything else you want to leave with? That's it? I tell people, you know, never be afraid, never give up, and, you know, come out that young CEO. Hey, remember, thank you guys for watching this video. Remember, life without purpose has no meaning. Go out and design it like you want, create the brand you deserve, and leave your legacy for years to come. We'll see you guys in the next podcast.